Good day, everybody. Happy Monday. Really, really happy to see you all here. Uh, it's going to be an interesting show as uh, I have the puppy in the office for the first time. And it will likely be a disaster. Hopefully we can get through it. It's a little bit shorter show today. Not as much news. We got to talk about the border disaster. We got to talk about uh, Tucker Carlson, uh, you know, doing journalism and it causing uh, a complete meltdown. Lots to talk about. Puppy cam. There she is. There's Huck. There's Ruby. Hey, Hucky. Onyx. Hey, good girl. All right. Puppy cam executed. Dave Rubin won't help you buy a baby. Well, that's unfortunate. He didn't even share. He didn't share where he bought his from. Hey, good girl. Yeah, she's getting big now. She's almost as big as Ruby. She's almost as big as Ruby. Trying to let, uh, there's some grocery shopping that really had to get done. I'm out of like, I'm out of healthy food. So trying to, uh, figure out a way to let my wife go to the grocery store without having to put the dog in the kennel, you know? All right. Uh, lots to talk about. <clears throat> Pantsless. No, I have pants on. Well, I have shorts on. What's up, Sage? Appreciate you. Do the dogs also have ball fans? Well, only one of them has balls. But um, I probably should give him a ball fan, don't you think? There's really nothing to indicate that he doesn't deserve it. At least I think, right? We're going to see how the little one does. My suspicion is not well. My suspicion is she's going to eat something she shouldn't. It's going to make me sad panda. But that's okay. Puppies do that kind of thing. That's, you know, don't get a puppy. Don't get a puppy if you don't have uh, extreme levels of patience. All right, there we got the chats. Hello, everyone over on Locals. Appreciate you tuning in. Oh, no. Oh, no. Brand new white shirt, and I spilled red fruit punch on it after like 30 seconds. You got to be kidding me. Just bought it. 
Hold on a second. Let me uh let me rinse it off quick. Fuck. I'm back. Everybody behaving? I'm back. Ah. <sighs> All right. I think I got rid of it. I think I got I think I got it out. So why I can't have nice things. <sighs> Granted it was like a seven dollar shirt. I shouldn't say that. it was probably like twenty five or thirty bucks. Now the shirt becomes a write off. <laughs> Huck did not like that. Should have wore plaid. Should have wore plaid. That's that'll learn me. As a ploy to show more, uh, more non plaid shirts to further drive home that I do have non plaid shirts. I just ran it under cold water. I think that that, I think, I think most of it came out okay. Oh, we've got some fun news about Hamas Piker. Got all sorts of stuff to talk about. All right, so let's start with a pretty spicy story. No, no, I spilled, I spilled uh, red fruit punch meal water on my white shirt. You know what's funny is I did that. Uh, I did that uh, on my, I, I turned around and I had a glass full. That meal water stuff, I don't know if you've ever used it before. Well, let me tell you, that stuff stains like a MFR. Like, it stains like crazy. You got to be careful. I spilled some on my wall. Ah, ah. Are you chewing a cable? See, I knew this was going to be a problem. Let me move that cable. Then we'll get started finally. That's not a chew toy. <sighs> okay. Doggo shot. Stop stumbling around drunk. Well, that was a drunken mistake. I know. I could probably just run another webcam and be able to flip to the dog cam. Could probably do that. 
we truly are in the clownest world of clown world times as a montana family now facing imminent arrest after their quote-unquote trans daughter was removed from their custody what we are talking about here is government enforced transing of children in the united states of america that is not hyperbole this is not that is not overselling it that's what it is and i hope that you'll leave a like on the video right now and share with share this with a friend because that's exactly what this is government enforced transing of children in montana not san francisco in montana this via the team over at redux anna slat she also works for me at the publica does excellent work the family at a center of a custody battle with montana child and family services over their 14 year old quote trans daughter is reportedly facing imminent arrest after speaking to the media about their ordeal now they don't want this story out there i'm not actually being like i'm not being ironic they don't want the story out there they're putting the parents in jail for telling their story so make sure you share this video Krista and Todd Kolstad had previously been ordered by a judge to remain silent on the case, but chose to speak out about their situation last week. Redux was the first to break the story after speaking with the family about their tragic situation back on January 29th. In the interview, the Kolstads revealed that their 14-year-old daughter, Jennifer, had been removed from their custody custody after they actively I'm sorry after they declined to actively affirm her newfound gender identity. Montana Child and Family Services argued to a court that it was in the child's therapeutic best interest to have her gender identity respected and a petition was presented for the child to be sent to a family member in Canada. Perfect. It'll make it easier for, well, you know all about the rates of self-deletion in that community. It'll be a lot easier in Canada where you only have to be 14 years old to, to decide you want to no longer be on this planet and the government will do it for you. The removal of this, the, remo the removal was a culmination of a months-long battle between her parents and child services, which started on August 18th, 2023, after Jennifer claimed to a friend that she was contemplating removing herself from the planet and suffering from terminal cancer, which was a lie, I suspect. The friend reported the claims to PD, good friend, I think you should do that, who reached out to the family to confirm that Jennifer was all right. Later on that evening, a CFS caseworker arrived at their home for an inspection and private interview with Jennifer, at which point the child declared that she had drank toilet bowl cleaner and taken a bunch of pain medicine. Though she showed no signs or symptoms of illness and had no access to either substance, Jennifer was of course taken to the hospital anyway on an emergency basis for blood work, which conclusively determined that she in fact had lied again. 
She also does not have a medical history of cancer, despite having claimed it to her friend that she was terminal. So what do we have here? A child with mental illness, right? And I'm not making fun of mental illness. I'm not, I'm not, I'm just saying we have a child who has a mental condition. And then the government said, we're going to take your child away from you and put you in jail. Jennifer spent two days in the hospital for on you know watch, at which point the Colsets agreed with CFS that she would benefit from being sent to a residential treatment facility for counseling. Fine. While there, uh, while there were a number of Montana-based facilities floated as options, the possibility of Jennifer being sent to Wyoming was also mentioned as an unlikely alternative. On August 22nd, the Colsets were told that Jennifer was next in line for a bed in Billings, Montana, but later on the same day received a call from the hospital informing them that she was instead being sent to an unnamed facility in Wyoming. Faced without a, with a number of unanswered questions and concern about Wyoming's laws allowing children to transition, the Colsets expressed a hesitancy to allow their child to be sent over state lines. Within 10 minutes of refusing to immediately sign paperwork releasing Jennifer to the facility, Montana Child and Family Services arrived at the residence with police and served them with paperwork temporarily removing their child from their custody. Boy, once they have a chance to do this, they don't want to give up on it, do they? Jennifer was eventually returned to Montana to enter a youth group home for additional counseling, but the Kolstad's fight with child services had only begun. Through though initially told uh, thought sorry told that Jennifer would be returned to their care after a time at the group home, CFS then petitioned the court to remove Jennifer from their custody and have her sent to a long estranged biological mother in Canada. So she was adopted. Adopted kids also come along generally with their own set of problems. We were told that letting Jennifer transition to live as a boy in her was in her therapeutic best interest. And because we weren't willing to follow that recommendation, the court gave child services custody of our child for six months. CFS is now going to place Jennifer in the care of her birth mother in Canada, who never has been a part of her life. The judge said, you need to expect that reunification with your family may not be what you're expecting. In response to the decision, the Cole says released a video on social media pleading for help. The court demanded they remove it and issued a gag order restricting the Cole says from speaking further on this case. Again, like this video, share this video. They voluntarily defied the order, re-uploaded the video and spoke to press regardless out of concern for what was happening to their family. While a contempt of court hearing was set for January 29th, the Colses had to file for a continuance in order to leave the state and attend a severely ill family member in Ohio. All this and we have people flowing over our borders, right? They voluntarily defy... Okay, sorry. It's, um, but, they al the, but the already mind-boggling story only has continued to grow in complexity after the governor of Montana, Greg Gianforte, released a statement on X siding with the decision of the state's child and family services. While not directly accusing the Colsets of bad behavior, 
Gianforte suggested that Jennifer was removed from the household for legitimate reasons. What are those legitimate reasons? Gender surgery on a 14-year-old who is clearly mentally ill. Clearly. Of course, Anna Slats replied to him saying, Hi, Greg, I reviewed the Child and Family Services petition in this case too. The entire argument that CFS relied upon the child was neglected was based on the fact that the parents didn't want to send their kid to a Wyoming-based residential treatment facility because they would end up transing them, basically, due to concerns about her being medically transitioned. They refused to sign such paperwork until they were assured no such override of their parental authority would occur. Mind you, they have been told that she was next in line for a bed in Montana, so they were confused as heck why Wyoming became the destination of choice. Are you implying the parents who object to medically transitioning their kids can be kids can be deemed of abusive behavior in Montana? By the way, he got ruthlessly ratioed on this. While CFS affidavit does extensively detail the child's complaints of bad behavior for not being affirmed in her desire to live as a boy, the argument made by CFS that resulted in her being removed from her parents' care was their hesitancy to immediately sign paperwork to send her to Wyoming, where she could likely be medically transitioned against her parents' will. In America, in Montana, not San Francisco, not Portland, Oregon, Montana. Both the CFS affidavit and the accompanying report neglect to acknowledge that Jennifer had lied about having terminal cancer, lied about drinking Clorox, lied about overdosing on pills, all statements that would lend weight to the parents' initial warnings that Jennifer had a history of attention-seeking behavior. All of the documents from CFS reviewed by Redux repeatedly state that the parents' reluctance to allow the kid to be transitioned or transported to Wyoming on demand was the sole reason from the removal of their custody. Previously, accusations of household instability detailed in the CFS report from 2016 to 2017, both of which involved Todd's ex-wife, were noted unsubstantiated lies and were never been and, and, and there's never been any history of Todd nor Christina physically harming or otherwise neglecting any of the children in their care. Despite the clear indications that bad behavior in the Colstat residence was limited to only not affirming Jennifer's gender identity and expressing a hesitancy to sign paperwork allowing Jennifer to go to Wyoming, a push to paint the Colsteads as legitimately abusive has begun in an apparent effort to justify CFS's actions. Disturbingly, many of those pushes appear to originate directly from the governor's office. The calls were coming from inside the house. Travis Hall, Governor Gianforte's senior advisor, has shared two posts to his social media account in which it implied that the Colsteads were severely uh, misparenting Jennifer. In one post shared by Hall, a user claimed that even that child, uh, even children living in absolute filth and meth labs with both parents being dealers and addicts were not taken away from their parents in the way that Jennifer was, implying that what was happening to her house was, in, was far worse. Are you kidding me? 
So they're saying, oh, yeah, I mean, it's worse than if this kid was growing up in a meth lab. A 14-year-old confused about their gender. Not being allowed... Not being allowed to medically transition is worse than living in a meth lab. By the way, this girl is 13 going on 14. On X, an individual claiming to be a lawyer who works to protect trans kids in Montana has been spreading the false claim that Todd Kolstad, Jennifer's father, was, quote, convicted of domestic bad behavior. In actuality, documents reviewed by Redux demonstrate the charges which were unrelated to Jennifer were also dropped in 2021. The says are currently engaged in a lawsuit against Glasgow Police Department for their alleged mismanagement of the case. And the officer at the center of the suit is also being pursued by other Glasgow residents for similar acts of misconduct. So dirty cop. I mean, this is absolutely insane. Maddie Watkins, a family's media representative, reiterated Chris's sentiments and slammed Gian Forte's office for participating in the smear campaign against their parents. We anticipated Governor Gianforte's next move would be to smear U.S. Air Force veteran Todd Colstead and his wife, Krista, as bad parents. It's clear that his top priority is political reputation, not the child at the center of the increasingly political fight. Surely to defame parents as bad to take away their child requires some standard of evidence. If not, where does this stop? Which family in which state is next? In my opinion, Gianforte is giving state agents a manual on how to sever parent-child relationship and bypass all levels of law and government in order to put any minor they like on affirmation to lifelong medicalization pipeline. Our children are not safe. I couldn't agree more. This story is absolutely insane. Make sure, if you haven't yet, you leave a like on the video. And if you haven't after this, make sure you share it because this is absolute nuts. Hey, chat. Are we? Are do I do I need to? Is chat misbehaving? Uh, I don't have mods because my expectation is that people that watch my videos uh, treat others with respect. And uh, if you don't want to do that, that very simple thing, uh, then you lose the ability to chat. You, use, you lose the ability to hang out in my chat room. Very easy. So if you want to be a dickwad, that's cool. Um, I'm not saying you can't, but I'm just saying you can't in my chat. Get a ruby. Get a ruby.
Jeter. Jeteronics. I don't, I don't, uh, I don't know uh, how else to describe how crazy uh, white carpers with the dogs. You are a brave man. No, I am a man that is, I'm a man that is filled with regrets. <laughs> uh, I was, uh, I was, uh, would constantly, you know, I paid for like the extra whatever, like the extra cleanable carpets, but we have to clean our carpets constantly. Absolute insanity. Hey, you don't have to say sorry. Do your job, man. You're a mod. Uh, they're 14 now, but this, this started back when, like, they were 13. Wood floors. Yeah, I have... I have wood floors in the rest of the house, just not in my office. Like most of my house is LVP. Um, okay. Let's talk about. Yeah. Puts far left DC district in court in charge. This, does anybody know when they're voting on this, on this, um, Border bill. When are they actually voting on this? Is this today? No, I have mods. They just they know they know that I pretty much allow anything except you know, like outright racism and, and really just being an asshole is the only thing that's going to get you cut from my chat. Uh, Jeremy, my wife knew Todd when she was going to the school in Montana. It sounds like they're trying to get the kid to her birth mom who was abusive to the kid and lost custody. The mom is now in Canada. Great. It's Wednesday in the Senate. Okay. Yeah, 116 billion and 100 billion dollars of it goes to wars in other countries. Wars in 116 billion dollars and 100 billion of it goes to wars in other countries. By the way, not a dollar not a dollar for border protection in the United States. Not one single solitary dollar. It's wild to me. It's absolutely insane. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Ukraine. Just because I say I'm die, I no more money for Ukraine. Sorry, we've given you enough money and enough time. You're on your own. That doesn't mean I'm a pro-Russia guy. It means you've had enough money and time. I'm out. I'm done. 
Sorry, Israel, you have enough of your own money to beat a bunch of people in the desert. I'm pretty sure Israel can defeat a bunch of uh, sand, sand individuals. Israel doesn't need our money. Fuck them both. America first. Uh, the so-called Republican who negotiated this bill has got to be the biggest moron since AOC and Rhino's like Dan Crenshaw backed it. Yeah. It'll never pass the House, though. Let Europe fund Ukraine. Yep. Europe's got plenty of money, right? Holler at me when Russia takes over a few nations in Europe. By the way, people calling Tucker Carlson a traitor. I wonder if Tucker's going to do it. Do you think Tucker would do an interview? Everyone's saying it's Putin that he he's doing an interview with. But what about... Julian Assange. Wouldn't that be, I mean, I know what Putin's going to say, by the way. It'd be interesting to see if he was interviewing Julian Assange. The only reason I'm telling you, this is just my opinion, I guess. I want to, like, clarify. This is just my opinion. I don't know where the puppy is. It's not that big a room. Where's Onyx? Hey, Bean! Come here, Onyx. Come here! Come here! She's looking for Mama. Come here, Onyx. Come here. Come here. Yes. Good girl. Up, up. Ready? Oh, beefcake. Who's a beefcake? Hmm? <laughs> what do you got to say? Hmm? Pork? No, oh, that's a good puppy. That's a good puppy. Boop. Not Assange, uh, Snowden, I mean. Sorry, Snowden. That's who I meant. Snowden. Yeah, Snowden. My bad. Doobie doobie doo. All right. Wow, Tim didn't cover the Tim didn't cover the free money for immigrants. Should I cover that? Putin is more accessible than Assange, I imagine. Yeah, probably. Maka. Yeah, probably. Yeah, she got big quick. She's a German Shepherd. They do that. They get real big. They like max out their size pretty quick. Jeremy, we're going to have to get you a sippy cup and some crazy straws. I love crazy straws. The only problem is like, 
they're a pain in the ass to clean. It's, everything's working fine for me from a video perspective. Hey, Bean. Oh, Tim covered on IRL Friday, but not in a standalone. I'm starting to, I'm starting to like actively eat Tim's lunch a little bit, you know, cause I like, I like went out of my way to not cover political things because, um, you know, we share so much of an audience, but then he started covering culture shit. So I'm like, okay, well fine. It's not like he ever said he wasn't going to, you know, but I've always kind of done that as a professional courtesy. But I feel like it's fair game, yeah. Is he lazier about his political topics? He's usually two to three days late. Oh, you know what? All I notice is that Tim's comment section hates him. My comment section isn't anything like that. Bring back Midwestly. I figured I would just start covering it on the quartering because why, why not? You know, why make people do second channel? You know, drink some soap water through the crazy straw to clean it. Ah, oh, now that's thinking. Tim's excuses for not streaming on Rumble are retarded and cringe. Has he actually ever given a reason why he doesn't stream? Oh, do you know who... Did you see this shit? I, uh, pardon my French, sorry. Did you see this? I, I sent it to Chris, too. New Rumble's partnership promises a caffeine-infused boost for freedom of speech. Coffee with the secret ingredient of free speech is the latest addition to the parallel economy. Rumble is a high-growth video platform, cloud service provider, in collaboration with 1775 Coffee. Literally who? I've got, I got to admit, Chris, I told Chris I was kind of pissed off about this. Like, he knows I have a coffee company. He asked me about it a long time ago. Why wouldn't they partner with me? That's kind of annoying. I mean, like, I'm only kind of annoyed by it, you know? Did you see a video where Jimmy Dore referenced you? No. I give you permission to put the link in chat. He read my chat when Marianne Wilson was. He definitely reads it all. Like, dude. You know what I mean? My coffee's under attack. Tim claimed that Rumble will kick him off for the same reason YouTube does. That's bullshit.
I'm not political offering enough because 17. Oh yeah. Maybe they're paying them. By the way, coffee brand coffee has our Valentine's day gift boxes, fellas, ladies, limited edition, 10% off with Cupid 10. How much coffee do you drink every day? Oh, I have like two cups. My wife has a cup. I would partner with Rumble. Rumble's apolitical too. Oh, pretty much a monsu. I'm staying on YouTube. We need a voice there, but I'm going to bitch about being censored. I'm going to turn off the show on his own website. Yeah. Okay. Can I say something about, I'm not going to say this isn't about Tim. You have to sell it to people, Jeremy, not expect them to come to you. Bro, nobody sells coffee brand coffee harder than me. I just gave I just gave people a break after my hard Christmas push. Do I sell red drink on your site? No, I don't. Everybody, this actually, this actually, let's just, I won't talk about Tim in this. I think Tim does good, good work. I, I'm, I'm, I, I support everything he does, but the, Tim and Jordan Peterson and up, up until very recently, Patrick Beck, David, let me explain their grift to you. Okay. Patrick Beck, David and Jordan Peterson are hundred millionaires. Yeah, Jim, Jeremy used Tim swatting to sell coffee. Bro, he lifts. That's true, I did. <laughs> I think it's what got me, got me swatted too. Nobody pushes their product more than me. So you have Jordan Peterson, Patrick Bet David and Jordan Peterson both have more than $100 million in the bank. I tried to partner with Crowder. He didn't want to. I gave, I gave Crowder every possible reason, every possible chance uh, every possible money-making, uh, you know, literally I would do everything and he would have to do nothing but cash a paycheck and he still said no. So what else can you do? You know, what else can you do? I guess it wasn't enough money. I'm not sure. He's also got a lot going on. Um... Everybody who is super rich, let's just say Con Inc. If I say Con Inc., do you know who I'm talking about? Everybody in Con Inc., they're, here's their grift, okay? And I don't mean grift in a negative manner. This is their value prop, ready? Oh my God, I'm saying something so controversial that everybody on earth is trying to censor me. Uh, this had an, uh, um, oh my God, the only way you can fight censorship is by giving me $10 a month, right? That's the Daily Wire. That's what the Daily Wire offers for $10 a month. That's what Jordan Peterson offers. That's what Tim Pool offers. That's what Petrovic David offers. These are all people who are already super rich, but they want you to pay them more money to fight censorship, which is 100% fine with me. The problem is that none of them support new tech unless you bully them into it. 
Ricky Sky says you should have physically threatened Chris Jeremy. No, no, no. He's still my boss. Um, I mean, let me just use Tim as an example. He himself said, and this was months ago, so it's probably a bigger number, that he had 50,000 members at Tincast.com. Do you know how much money that is? That's $6 million a year, $500,000 a month just from Timcast.com members. Plus another $200,000 a month in YouTube AdSense, plus another $100,000 a month in, in YouTube Super Chats. Conservatively, okay? That's $800,000 a month he's making. Eight, that's $10 million a year Tim Pool makes. And he's earned every penny of it. Every penny. And I hope he makes more. All I ask is that he also be willing to lose a few percentage points by supporting new tech. Is that unreasonable? That's all that's all my problem has ever been. And every time you every time you try to press these people on it, every time you press these people on it, they think you're stupid. They make the same BS excuse. Oh, well, we got to stay on YouTube. Nobody's saying you have to leave YouTube, Patrick Bet David or Jordan Peterson or Tim Pool. Nobody's saying that. Nobody's saying that. It's a short term loss, I will concede. Okay? Here's the thing these, these are the realities. All right? If I had 3,700 concurrent viewers on YouTube, I would probably make three to $500 a day in Super Chats. 3,500 viewers on Run Rumble might make 50. That's, that's true. I'm not gonna pretend like it's apples to apples. But it won't stay that way. It'll grow. And the more you live stream and the more you tell people like, hey, I'm supporting... You could literally say like, I took a 10% pay cut to come over here, join my locals, right? You could use it to grift your memberships. Contact Michael Francis. He's on Rumble now, suggests Mafia brand coffee. I don't know who that is, but I will happily white label for somebody. Salty almost hit 40K Sunday night. Maybe you and Salty should team up. Well, Salty doesn't need me. He's killing it. <laughs> Jimmy Dore mentioned me, huh? Don't delete that. Oh, it's about Taylor Lorenz. So I don't know if you saw the old Greenwich or her uncle. Uh, okay, so this as somebody did an investigation into her family history. It's the quartering, not, right? What's that? The quartering was that the well, the well, the quartering covered it. Okay, the person who actually did it has been pulled off Twitter. And That's correct. Elon did not let him back on. But he did a long thing about how all of these supposedly progressive left journalists, they're these incredibly rich kids. And this is, this is the thing. They are rich enough to get their family history scrubbed from the internet. And particularly Taylor Lorenz. So if you... Yeah, that's true. All right, let's 
So let's get back to this. Okay. I really don't care about Rumble's coffee or whatever. Like, it's fine. You know? And that is a correct... Um, I was covering someone else's thread, so that's correct. I'm going to say one other thing, by the way. A lot of people say, oh, but Tim uses... Tim uses... Um, rumble architecture for his website you know um you know that all the videos he embeds on his website are still youtube videos so he can get ad revenue from them he doesn't even use the youtube he doesn't even use the rumble embed tool he uses he embeds youtube videos on timcast.com so he doesn't use everyone always says oh he uses rumble tech no he doesn't he, he still, the only thing that matters on his website are his video players, and that's YouTube. What's Taylor's family history? Well, we don't really have time to go through it all, but the sh upshot is she went to, I believe it was a middle school and high school that was $80,000 a year. And it was like in Switzerland or something like that. She went to the elite of elite schools and her uncle owns the internet archive or was like the CEO of the internet archive or something like that. So he was able to scrub all of Taylor's old tweets and all this kind of stuff. What I need to probably do, by the way, is on the night salty streams, I need to just get my ass out of bed and stream after him. I need to draft off of Salty. He's killing it. That's back when 80K was a lot of money too, yeah. Um, so, she has lived hundreds of years and taken many names. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Okay. I don't want to look. I think Tim does great work. I don't want to like bash on Tim. I just wish he would embrace new tech more. That's all. Um. So, Jordan Peterson again, another guy. The saboteurs at YouTube have disabled autofill for my name. And that of my daughter. These pathological shadow figures are messing with the very structure of our perceptions what we see in the virtual world, and with the stability of weights and measures themselves. What's up, YouTube? This is not acceptable. Take note, if you care to, Elon Musk, this is precisely the problem you are trying to solve. To which I replied, Jordan, you're worth millions. Why don't you use new tech? I bet Rumble Video would literally put you on the front page every time. And then Rumble replied and said, yes, we would. I think it's fine to point it out. I think it's Jordan's fine to point it out. You know, but when you don't even do the bare minimum, I mean, this MFR has 170,000 followers on Rumble and he's never uploaded a single video. This time slot is hard for a lot of people to watch you. I know, I know. One day I may change it. Like if Rumble comes to me and says, your streams aren't big enough, I know I would be bigger if I streamed at 5 o'clock, like 6 Eastern, leading up into Tim's show. But then I give up my... I give up my nights then. 
you know, no more dart league, no more, you know, spending time with the wife, all this kind of stuff. So I really didn't want to do that. I know there are people during the day that have big crowds. So I'm going to just work, 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 and build my audience in the time slot that works for me. Peterson has more followers than me with zero videos. That's not true. I have 191,000. But again, so he said, oh, it doesn't, you know, my name doesn't come up in auto seat, auto, uh, you know, autofill, which is true. When you type in Jordan, it is nowhere to be found. Yeah, I agree, Gracie. I picked this slot because I wanted to have kids. You know, that's why I picked this time slot. And Dan Bongino gets 100,000 people at 8 o'clock in the morning. So I can do it too. Jordan Peterson does not show up in the recommended search. And what's interesting is if you go to Rumble, right? You go to Rumble, you start typing his name in, J-O-R. There he is, the very first result. So Rumble is giving him priority placement and he doesn't even bother to upload videos here. That's why I don't have any time for it, you know? Gunn was in chat and asked why he doesn't come back on Rumble. And he said, he said he would if they offered him another quote deal. So Rumble paid for content. They want, con they want a continuous deal now. Who are you talking about? By the way, shout out to the King of Biltong. Good afternoon from Anton's Roanoke, Texas. Free shipping for your Biltong with code THEQ, one word, on landedbiltong.com and antonusa.com. Was your Biltong delivered, Jeremy? Quantity you received good? Yes, perfect. And I had some before stream today, and this is all that's left. Just a little crumbs in a bowl. It's the perfect healthy snack. So, you know, I just get, it's a soft spot for me. I think calling them out is good, okay? But, you know, at least make your damn videos available. Yeah, you could type in his whole name on YouTube and it doesn't even show up. Yeah. I mean, I think it's fair to call out the the censorship. I think it's I think it's fair to call out that censorship. But Jordan Peterson is independently wealthy. Do you know what that do, do people know what that means? It means that Jordan Peterson will never have to work again. He's got somewhere between 50 and 100 million dollars in the bank. He has no reason to fear putting his videos on Rumble. He also has no reason to be holding out for a fucking deal. Sorry, sorry. Pardon my French. Sorry. He has no reason to be holding out for a deal to get paid to upload his videos. You would be shocked at how many of my own friends, people who call themselves free speech warriors on YouTube, won't upload to Rumble because they want a deal. People that I call friends.
Con Inc. cares about cashing checks. That's correct. I mean, there was nobody from the Daily Wire other than like Michael Knowles that were on that was on Rumble forever. His daughter Michaela has a channel on Rumble. She posts weekly, pretty good. He pops up on her stuff. I don't know what to think about his daughter. Do we like her? I know she keeps having babies out of wedlock. That's all I know about her. She, it feels like she's a grifter. But I don't know. I'd have to talk to her. You know? I'd have to, I'd have to actually talk to her. Lord of the Rings says, didn't, didn't mean to send you on my rent. LOL. My bad. Oh, <laughs> Ben is on here. Yeah. But I remember when, I remember when Matt Walsh called rumble, when he, Matt Walsh referred to being on rumble as uh, being banished to the hinterlands. That's what he said when YouTube demonetized him and he was having a meltdown about it. By the way, Matt Walsh is also a multi-millionaire part of Con Inc. Peterson has an exclusivity deal with YouTube. Zero chance. Zero chance. Maybe not a grift, but definitely a nepo. Okay. Well, I mean, you can't help who your parents are, you know. Maybe I'll try to have her on the show. See if she wants to come on. She's not bad. Okay. I'll see if she wants to come on. Oh, she's been married both times. Just different men. Okay. 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 Walsh has dad energy, including being out of touch with modern culture. Um, yeah. I'll try to get Mikhail on the show. Crowder called them out. Some of them created Rumble accounts after that. Yeah. Right. Glad to see you brave, use Brave Jeremy. Hell yeah. Yeah, Walsh is only recently on Rumble after insulting it. That's fine. Rumble will be here for people. Rumble will be here for people when they get banned off YouTube. That's fine. That's fine. Okay. Now I want to talk about I wanted to finish my, I started to talk about the, um, get her to bring her dad over. No, I don't want to be one of those people. I don't want to be those people that use her to get to her dad. I hate when people do that to me. They'll be like, oh, hey, can you get a message to Dankula? I'm like, no. Uh, Makabala says money for nothing at Michaela P daughter of a smart guy and sufferer of health problems. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we'll see. Um, okay. Here's why I think people are pissed off about Tucker potentially interviewing Putin, right? Just potentially interviewing Putin. They don't even know for a fact that he is. And we have former White House officials saying that he shouldn't be allowed back in the country. Like dead set. Like dead set. That he, people are saying, oh, he shouldn't be allowed back in the country if he interviews Putin. Here's the reality. And I want to preface this by saying 
I do not. I don't uh, think that Vladimir Putin is going to tell the truth in any interview. Okay, I don't believe that. Um, but what I do know is that my own government isn't telling me the truth either. The reason the establishment, in my opinion, you guys let me know. You let me know if, if you think this is close, how close to target I am here. The reason the establishment doesn't want Vladimir Putin to have a platform or to be interviewed is because they know that the first step to ending a conflict is understanding your opponent and they don't want to lose this money train. I'm not I'm not rooting for Putin Putin and I'm not wanting a Winsky for Zelensky, but I do want my tax dollars to stop going there. And I think the establishment is afraid that people are going to see, oh, he does have some, you know, level of, you know, humanity, which they don't want, or they, um, can you get a message to Huck for me? Yes, I can. Um, they don't want any, you don't want him to be able to speak because they want to control a hundred percent of the narrative. Um, just wait to see what the mainstream media does when and if Tucker publishes the interview on X. He should publish it on Rumble, but he will just publish it on X. There's some weird backroom deal between the Daily Wire, Tucker, and Elon, and maybe even Alex that I don't know. I suspect that like Elon Musk told Alex Jones that if he lets him back on Twitter, he's got to stream his show there or something like that. I don't know. I have no evidence of that. But I think it's weird how all the Daily Wire guys are all like, oh, I put my show on X. I'm like, nobody watches hour-long podcasts on X, you weirdos. Anyway, I think that the left is is very afraid of the American people seeing that maybe Vladimir Putin is frail. He's not some warmonger. He's some old dude. Um, you know, it's like MSNBC has been telling me for eight years that Vladimir Putin engineered the 2016 election win of Donald Trump, even though there was literally zero evidence of that. So why on earth would I be afraid of listening? Why are they so afraid of me listening to something that Putin has to say directly? You know? I guess Tucker on X is probably the only exception, but it still has to be a good guess for me. Like I watched the Russell Brand one and I, I think I watched maybe one or two others and that's it. But the left is freaking out because this is their money train. You know, you got to keep money to, you know, Adam Kinzinger. Is Tucker Carlson on Putin's payroll? You know, how about Adam Kinzinger, uh, American citizen, takes uh, the Ukraine flag and Israel flag out of his bio? Loser. And like, look, I can listen to something that Putin has to say and disagree with it the same as I can as anybody, with anybody else, you know? There's nothing unique about Vladimir Putin saying something that's a lie versus MSNBC or Fox News lying to me. They're the exact same thing. So why can't I see that? It's because the establishment wants you to continue to fear Putin, to think he's... 
I mean, how old is the guy? A fuck freaking hundred? I'm supposed to think that he's perfectly engineering election interference. The media told you as a fact for four years that Vladimir Putin was the sole reason that Donald Trump won. That Vladimir Putin and Russia used election interference and they got Donald Trump to beat Hillary Clinton. So what did they do in 2020? How come they didn't? How come, how come they didn't make Donald Trump win in 2020? I, th- I thought they were super powerful, unstoppable hacking machines. Oh, and then the report comes out that, oh, it was actually total BS and they had nothing to do. They didn't do anything to sway the election and they wanted everyone just to forget about that. Rachel Madcow gets paid $30 million a year to go on TV with her lesbian haircut and tell Americans that Russia is the most, the biggest thing we should fear while uh, people are getting carjacked at record rates. Uh, 100,000 people are dying from opioids a year, crimes out of control, violent crimes out of control in every major city. But yeah, I got to worry about a hundred year old cancer riddled guy named Putin a million miles away. That's what Rachel Madcow on MSNBC was saying. That's what CNN's been telling people for years. But I have to be afraid that Tucker Carlson might interview him. Get out of here. I don't believe that any, I won't automatically believe a single thing that Vladimir Putin says. But I don't, I mean, we have U.S. officials saying that we need to not allow Tucker Carlson back in the country. Because, I mean, what? Adam Kinzinger calling him a traitor. A traitor? To what? I say he should do it, so he's not betraying me. I'm no fan of Putin, but I also don't fear him. I don't fear Vladimir Putin, and I don't fear Russia. They're like number 500 on the list that should be important in America. How about all the Islamists that are pouring over our border? Sleeper cell agents. I'm more worried about them. Ricky A says, Texas will capitulate because they're all pussies. That includes a governor and all his citizens that have stood by and done nothing. We'll see. Maybe you're right. <laughs> yeah, Aldi's got Aldi's got caught. Aldi's uh something like two thousand locations worldwide, roughly. Something like two thousand locations. Yeah, when CNN interviewed Osama bin Laden, that was okay. They promised to break the law and discriminate against straight white people in their hiring. They're looking to hire a procurement specialist and will prioritize everyone except straight white people. They're also committed to following the principles of principles of DEI. Here's their job listing. Jobs for Humanity is partnering with Aldi to build an inclusive and just employment ecosystem. Therefore, we prioritize individuals coming from the following communities. First, refugees. They, hi- they, they, they prioritize refugees in their hiring process first. Then neurodivergent. So their second priority is people with Down syndrome. 
Okay. Okay. Thirdly, single parents. Okay, women. Black women. Blind or low vision, deaf or hard of hearing. Then, black, Hispanic, Asian, ooh, military veterans. Finally, if you're a white military veteran, you might stand a chance. The elderly, and then LGBTQ, and then this is my favorite. Justice-impacted individuals. Justice, a new, new leftist speak just dropped. Do you know how they call, you know, um, making a woman have zipper tits, like chopping off the the totally healthy breast flesh of a totally healthy young woman and making her look like a Frankenstein monster. You know how they call that, you know how they call that gender affirming care? Because if doctors called it what it really was, the mutilation of healthy breast tissue of a young, healthy woman, no one would get it. So they call it gender affirming care. This justice impact individuals is the new criminals. Get ready to see it everywhere. By the way, I think criminals should be able to, if you do your time, you should be able to get a job. Okay. I think. But they are from German, Germany, and that is where ESG, I believe, originated. I think. This position is open to candidates who reside in and have the legal right to work in the country. Whoa! How discriminatory. And of course, every one of their Twitter posts now getting ruthlessly ratioed. Which is great. You go to any Aldi, Aldi post. What, su what sucks is Aldi... They haven't posted actually since January 3rd. Let's see. Why do you hate Taylor Swift? P please remove homeless panhandlers from the Georgia Aldi. Their presence upsets my mom and her friends. They have been hanging out in the entry, not every day, but frequently. Ha! <laughs> I love a velvet rope location in the Pre Preston Vallis, Arizona, please. Oh, they are responding to people. Here's February 2nd. I can no longer purchase from you. Your racism is a violation of federal law. Remember Bud Light? Few do. Goodbye, Aldi. I don't do business with racists. Stop being racist. I mean, what I would say is if a company won't hire people that look like you, then you should not give them your money. By the way, I say this to my black viewers too. Black viewers, if there is a company that discriminates against black people, I will stand by your side in their boycott. A hundred and ten percent. Like not, not, it's not a meme. 
if there is a company that is openly discriminating against hiring black people, I will stand with you to boycott them. Well, it looks like even woke leftist Hollywood weirdo burnouts have had enough of Joe Biden's policies, and he may have just crossed the line in his new plan. By the way, the new plan from woke Mayor Adams um, in New York is uh, to give prepaid. Now, I want you to listen to me and leave a like on this if you think it's insane. People who enter this country illegally, right, and that are bused to New York, are set to get prepaid visa cards at a value of $53 million. Who could figure out why people are illegally crossing the border? Prepaid visa cards, each individual, a family of four will receive $1,000 a month of your money. A thousand dollars a month of your money for illegally crossing the border instead of being sent back instead of being sent to prison for breaking a crime they will receive a thousand dollars of your money every single month while they're beating up cops this is something they already do in massachusetts by the way thousand dollars wouldn't it be nice Leave a like on this video right now if you'd like to have another $1,000 a month. I know I would. I would absolutely love to have an extra $1,000 a month. It's a lot of money. I think the plan should be is that you sneak out of the country, then you sneak back in and then apply for the money. They can't afford a wall, though, guys. They can't afford a wall. They can't afford to stop the flood from coming over the border. But they can give them your money. And even the left has had enough of this. Fifty Cent, and there's also Rappaport here in a second. Fifty Cent slams New York City's plan to give fifty-three million dollars in prepaid debit cards to migrants to use in bodegas as he demands Mayor Adams calls him and explains him how it will work and says maybe Trump is the answer. Trump is the only answer at this point. Love him or hate him, I don't know how you go to that ballot box in November and vote for anyone else. I guess there may be independent or third-party candidate you like, and you should vote for that. You shouldn't feel married to the two-party system. Well, I'll just say how you vote for Biden at all at this point. Rapper 50 Cent slammed New York City's plan to hand out prepaid cards worth a combined $53 million to migrants who uses bodega at bodega supermarkets and delis. Mayor Eric Adams estimated the scheme will save the city $600,000 a month. What? That's like women shopping at Kohl's. That's woman math. That's your wife or girlfriend coming home from Kohl's 
and showing you how much money she quote-unquote saved. Sorry, ladies, but I had to do that one. Guys do it too, I'm sure. Honey, I had Cole's cash. Look at all the money I saved. Damn you, Cole's cash. Anyway. Mayor Eric Adams estimated the scheme will save 600k a month. The pilot program is being rolled out at the Roosevelt Hotel, by the way, where they're also living for free on your money. There are people that are living on fixed incomes in this nation, American citizens that don't get $1,000 a month. A family of four will get a car loaded with $1,000 a month of your money. 50 Cent went to Instagram to say, WTF Mayor Adams, call my phone, he wrote. I don't understand how this works. Somebody explain this. I'm stuck. Maybe Trump is the answer. It comes as the artist who was born in New York City questioned why migrants were being handed out free health care. I don't understand this. This is going to cost $2.6 billion for taxpayers, he said on January 3rd. They don't even give veterans health insurance. Call my phone now. Help me understand this stuff. WTF. Migrants must sign a piece of paper, though, guys, saying that they're only going to use the cards for baby supplies and food. How are they going to police that? Don't know. Cards are refilled every 28 days. That's not even every month. That's more than once a month. And what's hilarious is it's going to save the city this money. They're paying $11 to feed each... You know what would save the money? You know what's wild? I know this is crazy. I know this is crazy, but... Deporting them! Not allowing them in the country in the first place illegally. Now, I don't know what, what 50 Cent's Instagram is like... If he has a lot of, I don't know, a lot of followers, I don't know, um, you know, what they might agree, if they agree with this or not. Generally, as you get older, you know, you get, how do I say, more, um, you, you get a little more conservative. I don't see where, if he, if he shared it as a real or what the case is. But it may just be a comment he wrote. This just looks like a comment he wrote. But that's not even it. You have, okay, 50 Cent here again. Story about him. But 50 Cent, like money rappers, has long nursed an affinity for Trump and endorsed him in 2020 presidential elections, citing a fear of tax increases. Well, that fear has come true. How about Michael Rappaport? Michael Rappaport, now in the second video. Now, Michael Rappaport is a, I don't know, people call him a far leftist. I don't know if he's a far, I mean, is Michael Rappaport far left? I don't know. He's an unhinged liberal. I know that. But I don't think all liberals are like, I don't think all liberals are unhinged leftists. I talk about like, 
I don't like leftists. I don't have a problem with liberals. Far-left comic Michael Rappaport says voting for Trump is on the table after seeing illegals beat up New York City cops. Comedian and staunch critic of former President Trump, Michael Rappaport, unleashed a scathing rant against New York City's immigration problems and President Biden's priorities this week, suggesting that if Biden doesn't deal with the problem here at home, voting for Trump is, quote, on the table. Now, here's the thing. You know that the the small amount of pressure that's been put on liberal cities from Texas busing migrants there? More. Double it. Triple it. Quadruple it. Now, I've got viewers right now that work for DoorDash and say that they deliver to these migrants and they're ordering steaks and expensive food and groceries while going to the mall and spending hundreds on brand names for clothes, all using the exact same Visa card or Envy. They're given, I, they're people, you know, I don't know if they're given one when they cross the border, but then they're going to get another one. So they're going to have two debit cards. Rappaport shared a video to X railing in the recent news story about illegal immigrants in New York beating up cops and then being released the same day after the altercation. Furious at the idea the Biden administration has been tougher on foreign issues than domestic issues like a record migrant surge, Rappaport opened up the clip by slamming his fist on the table, declaring, this is why I say voting for Donald Trump is on the table. Voting for Donald Trump is on the table. The other day, six illegal aliens jumped a New York City cop, NYPD's finest. They jumped a city cop in Times Square, and they were arrested and released without bail. Rappaport appeared furious with the news and commented on recent footage showing one of the migrants flipping off a news camera while leaving New York City courtroom, released without bail, came out of the courtroom on some Tupac, raising the middle finger with Detroit Red Wings jersey on. Let me tell you something, what the F is this world coming to, when you could be from another country, beat up a cop in New York City, and walk out with no effing bail, what the F is the world coming to? Well, I think this is a direct result of kind of the, the TDS liberal being tricked into becoming a far leftist. This is what the far left wants. They want us to be a third world country. I can tell you this right now, and thank goodness I know I'm very lucky. I will, I'm not, I will never go to Baltimore, New York City, uh, San Francisco, Portland, Seattle. And I'm sure, and I'm here from you, I'm sure there are nice parts of town, just like there are nice parts of Milwaukee. I'll go to the Third Ward, Milwaukee. East Side's even sketchy. I used to go hang out on the East Side. Now that's more sketchy. I won't go to Chicago willingly. I don't want to get stabbed. I'm sorry, but I don't. I'm sure that there's a nice part of Seattle. I'm sure there's some good parts of Baltimore. I'm sure there's some good parts of Chicago, good parts of Detroit. But why even risk it? The cops won't save you. They can't. They've been defunded. Towards the end of the tirade, Rappaport stated, maybe my city is not the greatest city on earth anymore. If you could beat up cops, if you can beat up cops in the greatest city in the world and be re released without bail, are we the greatest city on earth? Cadaver Joe Biden, 
we see you. Now, I don't think there's any chance that Rappaport actually votes for Trump. But this is where moderate liberals are now. They have to feel this way. I can't, I know I have like moderate liberals in my audience, right? I, I mean, speaking to you, there's, I mean, I got to think there's no way you're thinking of Joe, voting for Joe Biden again. Now that, that doesn't mean you're going to go vote for Trump. You know, I, I'm sure that that doesn't mean you're going to vote for Trump, but I highly doubt people are going to be as excited to go vote for Joe Biden again. Like I, I don't mean to disparage the people of these cities. There are good people in these cities and I feel bad for them because many of them are trapped. Imagine a world like I could not even imagine. Like you see, remember how many years ago was that where that moron Seth Rogen um, basically admonished um, that other weirdo, the guy that looks like a caveman on YouTube um, for complaining that his car got broken into. Like, imagine a world where I have to park and open fo all four doors in the rear trunk of my car so it doesn't get broken into. And people have accepted that garbage there. People have accepted that. You go to San Francisco, you drive down to every car door is wide open and the back of their trunk's wide open because people will get robbed and they've accepted it. I couldn't even imagine living like that. And I bet you those people didn't either 10 years ago. I mean, it is insane to me what happened to the, I mean, I, it doesn't even have to be about loving Trump. It just has to be about, I mean, this can't continue. This can't continue. This is why when I say voting for pig Donald Trump is on the table, Voting for pig Donald Trump is on the table. The other day in New York City, six illegal aliens jumped a New York City cop. <laughs> NYPD's finest. They jumped a New York City cop in Times Square and were arrested and released without bail. I know it's a city thing. I know it's a state thing. I know all that. I know all that. I know all that. Okay? Stay with me. Released without bail. Came out of the courtroom on some Tupac raising the middle finger with the Detroit Red Wings jersey. Let me tell you something. What the fuck is the world coming to if you could be from another country, beat up a cop in New York City, and walk out with no bail? What the fuck is the world coming to? What the fuck is the world coming to? I know Mayor Adams, you're from Brownsville, Brooklyn. I know this like, what the f have I gotten myself into? Stay with me. On the same day that that happens, cadaver Joe Biden issues an executive order about four quote-unquote settlers in Judea, Samaria, a.k.a. the West Bank. Some troublemakers, three of the four have already been arrested. You issue an executive order about four troublemaking Ups who've already been arrested in Judea, Samaria, while there's a war going on, while there's 100 plus hostages still being held in Gaza. You're talking about that, but you got nothing to say about beating up cops, 
in New York City, the greatest city on earth. Maybe it's not. Maybe my city is not the greatest city on it's earth not. anymore. If you could beat up cops, if you could beat up cops in the quote unquote greatest city in the world and be released without bail, are we the greatest city on earth? Cadaver Joe Biden, we see you. We see you. Don't worry about those in Israel. BB got them. Israel will take care of them. Worry about cops getting beat up in Times Square and walking out uh, uh, with no bail like the Tupac Shakur. Worry about that shit. This is why voting for big Donald Trump is still on the table. <laughs> he voted for it. He voted for it. He voted for it. He voted for it. I don't know what else to tell you. I can tell you this. I can tell you this. When you want to talk about the best cities in the world, the best cities in this and that, I guarantee you, if you, if uh, I guarantee you, if I was making that list, not a single one of them would have more than 5,000 residents or 10,000 residents. I mean, this whole lie about, uh, about, you know, uh, New York city being some great city bullshit. The best city in America is one where I don't have to lock my doors. My friends, the best city in America is where people help each other and they don't take their cell phones out and film you when you're getting beaten by homeless drug addict. All right. The best city in the world has probably less than 10,000 people and probably the top, top 1,000 cities in the world are not a metropolis. There's just no, I mean, I, I mean, that is just the reality. There is no scenario where a city like Detroit Chicago, San Francisco, Seattle, Portland, Miami, Dallas, Houston. There is no scenario where any city that big is the best at literally anything. Period. Maybe, maybe you know, 50,000, I'll say. 50,000 is still a smaller city. 50,000 is still smaller. Small-ish. I've lived in small cities. I've lived in big cities. I've lived in Louisville, Kentucky. Louisville, Kentucky and a surrounding area is massive. Most people that live in Louisville, you know, consider it basically more than just the city proper. It's like 2 million people in the area around it. Yeah, everyone can self-identify as a refugee, Jack. Yeah, good idea. I lived in Louisville. I've lived in... Uh, you know, Milwaukee area close to it. Uh, I've lived in big cities. I've lived in Madison. 
Janesville, they're all shitholes. They're all dirty, unsafe shitholes. I'm happy to wait two extra days for my Amazon package to not live in them. You know, that probably all the best cities are in Japan too. Yeah. Remember that video of like someone left their backpack or laptop on a, on a park bench in Japan. It was still there the next day because no one steals from there. You want 100 150k that'll get you the diversity in bars and restaurants that you want and it'll still be safe. It's even better if there're no other big cities within 200 miles. Yeah, I agree I do agree that you need a little bigger so you don't have to eat at Applebee's. If you need a little bigger city um so that you have good food and good entertainment options. That part I'll agree with. I live in South Louisville and it's getting worse every year. I'm going to move some. Yeah, I lived in I lived in Valley Station. So I lived in Valley Station, um brand new apartment apartment building, brand new apartment building. Uh residents were stealing from each other in the parking lot. And people were breaking into everyone else's cars in our own parking lot in an apartment building that was like 2 Gs a month. And Valley Station is on the edge of the core. Like you drive up, you drive up that road, drive up uh, Dixie or whatever for like 10 minutes and you're in the hood. So it wasn't exactly in the hood, but it was hood adjacent. Now you go over to like some of the upper crusty parts of Louisville where stuff's expensive and stuff's a little like, um, what was that part of town called? Um, where they say keep, they're always like, keep Louisville weird. And they had, um, that part of the Heights or something like that. That was nice. You want to go over there? You want to drive 45 minutes to go to a place where you can get scallops and, and uh, a nice craft beverage without getting stabbed? But, I mean, might as well be in another city. It's on the other side. It's on the other side of a town. It takes 45 minutes to get there. It's not even the same thing. Where you live is like the 15 minutes around you. No, the Highlands it was called, I think. The Highlands. Jeremy got street cred. Nah, dog. I my post office was like as close to the hood as I wanted to go, and it was bad. The post office in Valley Station. <laughs> yeah, Highlands. Yeah, yeah. I like the Highlands. There were like game stores there. The houses were all cool. It's like uh, it's like um. Milwaukee's nicer part of uh, Wauwatosa, you know? Lexington's so much better than Louisville. Um, I've never been there. That's quite a drive, isn't it? Isn't Lexington like a couple hour drive? I mean, my biggest thing from living in a small town to like going to these big cities, the number one thing I notice is that they're dirty. Everything is dirty. The, the sidewalks are dirty. The windows are dirty. There's garbage in the streets. There's garbage cans overflowing on the ground.
every big city I've ever been in is like this. They're all dirty. And that comes from, that comes from no pride. No pride in your city. No pride in, in where you live. No, proud, no pride in your neighborhood. No pride in your, uh, in your, your neighbors. They're all dirty and disgusting. Dirty. I mean, you go to Walmart even. I go to Walmart in Germantown, okay? Now, these are going to be some inconvenient truths. But if you know, you know. If you go to a Walmart that is close to a big city, you know what I'm talking about. I go to Germantown, Wisconsin, Walmart, which is on the bus line from Milwaukee. And it is an absolute unmitigated shithole dirty diapers on the ground people just hanging out trying to holler harassing women there stealing you know just an absolute shithole i go 10 minutes north to the walmart in west bend which is 15 years 10 years older 10 years older than the germantown location and it looks brand new inside it's well lit. The floors are clean. Nobody's pissing on the floor. There's no dirty diapers in the, on the floor. That's a suburb. This is what I see with my eyes. This is not me making a guess and being, you know, bigoted or racist. This is the truth. I don't even let my wife go to Germantown Walmart anymore because I don't think it's safe. I make her drive 30 minutes out of the way to a different location. A big part of that, as uh, Kai points out, is when you employ people that do not live or work in your community. It goes to hell real fast. When they don't have to worry about seeing you after hours or seeing you on the block or seeing you at the bar, they don't give a shit about their job. It's sad. It's like when I tell people like that go to that Germantown Walmart, I'm like, did you know that that's 10 years older than the one they built in West Bend? Like the West Bend one, you walk in, it's like brand new. Brand new. Walgreens is another shithole. Floors are always dirty. People are coughing all over you. The people that work in the pharmacy are the worst people on the planet. They hate their jobs. Go ahead and pull up any Walgreens review. Pick, pick your local Walgreens and look at the reviews. I bet you they're rated less than a two. That's why I don't like living by the city because there's just too many people that don't give a shit. Throw their McDonald's bag out the window of their car while they're driving. Walmart morning crowd is completely different. That's true. I mean, source, I worked there. Yeah, I worked at Walmart for three years. It's not like everyone that goes into Walmart's a piece of garbage. But I mean, when you're on the bus line and you're piping in 500 people a day who don't live in your community, okay, who are hanging out there because they have air conditioning, that's what you get. That's what you get. 
it may make that may make people uncomfortable. That may that may pe make people f feel uncomfortable or feel like, but, you know, I challenge you to go to a Walmart in a big city that isn't a complete dump. CVS, same thing. CVS pharmacies are shithole. Walgreens, shithole. Everybody's going to get their prescriptions from Amazon in two years. Mark my words. By the way, did you know you can get your prescriptions from, uh, well, uh, from Amazon? It takes five minutes to set up. That's all it takes. I get my prescriptions in the mail from Amazon. Never have to see anybody. Never have to talk to anybody. Don't have any sick people coughing on me. Don't have to deal with some employee who hates their job. It's great. Open my door. There's my pills. And they'll look back and they'll say, how did this all happen? They'll say, how did this happen? <clears throat> yeah. Does a grocery store have a lock on the bathroom? If they do, it's a shithole. You know why there's a lock on the bathroom? It's because people are shooting up heroin in there. That's why there's a lock on the bathroom. Or they have an enormous problem with theft. Is that making Bezos more money? No. <laughs> I mean... There are other, what's the other big uh, mail-in prescription? I used to use HomeRx. I'm not endorsing them. I'm just, I mean, there are other options. There are other options for um, getting your prescriptions in the mail. So you don't have to use Amazon. You know what I mean? Check this out. To be fair, Amazon employees hate their job too. That's true, but I don't have to talk to them. <clears throat> uh, Jack, I'm a trucker, and while in Chicago, I watch countless people just throw fast food bags and stuff out their car windows. I couldn't care less. Dude, that is my pet peeve. If it wasn't illegal, I would ram those people off the road. If it wasn't illegal, I would ram them off the roads. I see it happen all the time. Full fucking bag of McDonald's, just throw it out their window at a stop sign. It's like, dude, first of all, every drive-thru you go through, there's a trash can right there. St. Louis has high murder rates, trash everywhere, and literal radioactive landfill. Yeah, yeah. The problem is anybody who gets enough money will leave the city. Anybody who gives a crap about the city leaves it. That's what happens. The fine for littering should be $1,000.
it should be as much as a DWI. Should be $750 for littering. It is literally 100% preventable, 100% premeditated. If you throw your soda can out your window of your car, $1,000 ticket. I don't care. Nobody forced you to do that. If you wreck your car crashing in a litter box, is that a write-off? Yeah. Here we go. Well, I don't know if you're aware of multi-millionaire Twitch fake communist socialist Hassan Piker. Well, it turns out he grew up extremely rich. His father was the vice president of a company worth billions of dollars. He doesn't want you to know that, though. He's a trust fund baby while preaching communism to 14-year-old kids who pay him $5 a month. It's an incredible story that is taking the internet by storm right now, all after he decided he was really upset that his communist fans that he's been grooming into communism over the past, or socialism for the past few years, got mad at him for living in a multi-million dollar mansion. Now, I don't have any problem with somebody making money, but I have a problem with phonies. I have a problem with people like Hassan Piker, and Carlos Maza. Remember Carlos Maza? Every single time you see one of these prominent proponents of communism and socialism, they grew up rich. If you look back to even Karl Marx's upbringing and things like that, these people grew up rich. Che Guevara grew up rich. Carlos Maza, right? Remember, he was a big eat the rich guy until he was... He was getting people, getting Crowder demonetized and things like that um, for his uh, shirt that said communism is for um, whatever's, you know. Um, turned out his mom and dad were both multimillionaires. Taylor Lorenz, although she's not a, a, a vocal proponent of socialism, another good example of somebody who's lording over you, pretending to be one of you. Well, this guy, Hassan Piker, who earns millions a year telling 14-year-olds that socialism good, Israel bad, uh, has been in a little bit of trouble with his viewers. The leading streamers on Twitch have long been pulling in millions of viewers and thousands of subscribers each month, with streaming contracts reportedly being around $100 million, as well as major sponsorships and content monetization being key Many creators have become incredibly wealthy off the back of their content. Over the years, the opportunities have only risen for creators broadcasting live as streaming has continued more mainstream. One Twitch streamer who has remained atop is Hassan Piker. You might know him as Hamas Piker. Most people know him as that. Despite this, Hamas was quickly hit, hit with a wave of backlash by his viewers across social media after claiming that he earns just as much as a doctor. This guy earns millions of dollars a year. That's not what an average doctor makes. That might be what the 
president of a hospital makes. Hassan addressed comments towards his house during a stream on February 2nd. Who gives an ish about the house? Who effing cares? These guys are so stupid. I make like, you know, erm, a 10-year doctor or like a law firm partner money, okay? Which is a lot for the average Joe. It is a lot. But these MFers think I'm Jeff Bezos because they are so stupid. That's it. They're stupid. Hassan's father was the vice president of a Fortune 500 company called Sabanchi Holdings with a revenue of $152 billion. Hassan Piker is a trust fund baby. And what's great is he's so out of touch. He's so completely bought into his own grift that he doesn't see that Hassan Piker is far closer to Jeff Bezos than any one of his own viewers. Many flooded to slam the streamer after one viewer posted the clip to Reddit. One responded, really weird he would say this because he's so far from the truth. Like, who are you fooling with that lie? Much of the criticism revolves around his comparison that he makes the same amount of money as doctors. Don't know WTF doctors Hassan knows, but as far as I'm aware, there aren't any very many doctors making more than $200,000 a month. A user added, at best, private practice plastic surgeon in LA who is fully established with people like Jennifer Aniston as patients. So a extremely small group. And even that doctor has a F ton more overhead. So still doubtful. Some surge to his defense though. These people are my favorite. Is a man not entitled to a $3 million house? Come on. That wasn't really a defense. That was being, uh, you know, making fun of his champagne socialism. Another claim, he's probably raised more money for charity than everyone in his entire sub combined. And of course, it's not even a mansion, but that is lost on people who clearly wish it was. Yeah, $3 million house is tiny. Now, yes, it is in a gated community in LA in the Hollywood Hills, a place where he chooses to live. At the time of writing, Hassan has not responded to further regarding the situation that has quickly become a hot topic in the Twitch community. Look, what's interesting to me is that people like to gaslight and pretend like it's just, oh, is he not allowed to make money? No, no, that's not it. It's not that he's not allowed to make money. It's that he is the rich in that he wishes to be taxing. I tweeted, Twitch fake communist Hassan Piker is under fire. If it's been revealed that his father is, was a CEO, it's technically vice president of a company that had revenue of $152 billion or something like that. Look up Seba Nachi Holdings, LOL. He's also uh, deeply involved in the government there. And he's uh, lobbied Europe, European Union, all this stuff like that. Not surprising, most of these commies have had everything handed to them. Carlos Maza's stepdad was revealed to be a billionaire by the post. Communism is the ideology of the elites. And you can look at his father, Mehmet Piker, who is extremely affluent. Best put together so I grew by 
this individual's XLP's video. Just to play a little, you know, shout out to XLP. I'm going to give him a subscribe. Check out his channel. Mehmet B. Piker, who is a public figure, so I'm not doxing anybody, was the vice president of Sabanchi Holding, a Fortune 500 company at the time. He also represented Turkey as a delegate in the European Union. For Hassan to act like this wouldn't even make him upper middle class in America, when his father was literally one of the most powerful businessmen on the planet, is that he was, it was uh, company number 240 in the Fortune 500. Just a straight up lie, which he does a lot of in this interview. Hassan does mention that his father was the right hand man in a holding group. Um, but he was, he was successful. I mean, he was like lobbying the Turkish government. You know, he was, he was uh, like Super the right hand man in a holding group. You know what I mean? He was like, <laughs> he had some pretty serious uh, jobs. Um, but, uh, but to pretend that his family's <laughs> wealth was comparable to your average middle-class American is laughable. Hassan goes on to claim that his father lost everything futures trading after he had retired and Hassan went off to college. Even if that were true, it doesn't matter. Because he still grew up super rich. Operation upon his arrival in 2013. You guys probably know this, but if you don't, my uncle has a YouTube channel mm -hmm. called the young turks he also refers to the young turks as a small operation of just 26 employees it was like a 26 person shop it was like a you know tiny operation tiny not that big mm -hmm. not 26 that employees tiny. or anything um in 2013, the Young Turks had over a million subscribers, received over 1 billion views, landed a deal with Roku, brought in over $3 million, not including the 400k raised in an Indiegogo campaign, and would receive a $4 million investment from a private equity firm less than a year later. Not- <laughs> I mean, he just- Hassan Piker grew up extremely rich- he wants you to think that he's one of, you know, one of us, one of you, but he's not. And he's convinced his 12-year-old viewers uh, is, uh, he's convinced his 12-year-old viewers that he's just like them, even though he wears $1,000, $1,500 shirts and buys, you know, $1,000 shoes and has his $100,000, $200,000 electric Porsche. Again, absolutely nothing wrong with making money, which is the only rebuttal his brain-dead viewers have, okay? I'm trying to save you guys, you know, Hassan viewers that are coming to this video and angrily disliking it. I'm trying to save you. If you really believe in, in socialism, then this guy ain't it. This guy is a capitalist with a capital C. He is extremely rich and no amount of fundraisers where he gets you to donate more of your money will offset that. People like to say there's only two rebuttals for this. Oh, yeah, but Hassan is donated. No, he has run fundraisers where his viewers donate the lion's share. And he has made some small donations of his own. Okay. Hassan and no amount of charity undoes the fact that he is a Perhaps the best capitalist known to man, one that convinces communists that he's one of them. And then they'll say, well, I mean, 
Isn't he allowed? Is ma a man not allowed the fruits of his labor? Sure, that's fine. But stop pretending you're a socialist. You're not a socialist. You grew up rich, super rich, top 1% of the world. You're still super rich. You've never wanted for food. You've never not had money. You've been living in the li a lap of luxury your entire life. You're a Nepo baby. And that's exactly all you'll ever be. Yeah, you'll make more money than me. You'll have lots of money, and that's cool. You can bring on eccentric musicians onto your live stream. That's cool. But you are, my friend, a true grifter. An actual grifter. You don't believe in socialism. You believe in capitalism. If you were a socialist, why do you even allow people to sub for $5 a month to you? You would make more than enough money if you didn't take 14-year-olds $5 a month, right? You just have to leave donations on too, right? You just have to do ad reads for capitalist companies. You just have to buy from capitalist corporations. So once a year, you make a donation to Palestine, and I'm supposed to think that you're not a grifter? I mean... Look, I look up to Hassan. He's, he is, has an incredible grift. People call me a grifter. I'm like, what are you talking about? This guy has hundreds of thousands of 15-year-old morons convinced that he's Che Guevara or, or, you know, or that he's Karl Marx. This guy is not a socialist. He's an actor. And they keep giving them their money anyway. They don't bother to do a simple Google search and figure out that this guy doesn't walk the walk. He only says what he has to say to make the money, which is, of course, not surprising. I, there's just no saving people like Hassan or viewers of Hassan. There's no, there's no saving them. There's no, there's just nothing to be saved. We love landlords. What's going on? It's like a, it's like a dog. You know what I mean? Like I a, know. like a, like a puppy. When a puppy is like biting, you're supposed to move away. You know what I mean? Mm. That's what you're supposed to do. That's what you're supposed to do. What's going on? How guys doing? We love landlords. We're all against unions. We're here to protest against the landlords and the unions. We love them. Can we do like a quick shake on the hand? We love landlords. Look. <laughs> landlords. And one of the best. Make a video bounty, film them litter, capture the license plate, you get 500 bucks. Yeah, I agree. What's going on? How guys doing? We love landlords. We're here to protest against the landlords and the unions. We love them. 
We love landlords. We love landlords. Hassan's we love them a lot. We're all against unions. They're not fair to the corporate companies. The more you do that, the and the you more that, you the end more up you hurting, you end up hurting. The more you end up hurting the capital. You end up hurting the capital. The quicker the strike quicker will end. The strike will end. Landlords. 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 We love landlords. We love them. We love landlords. You want to move uh, move away a little bit? No, it's a little, we love landlords. Going on. Oh my God, one of the best, one of the best ever. What they are saying makes no sense. Well, let me add some context. They were at a writer's strike rally when the Hollywood writers were on strike. And one of the thing, one of the things communists or socialists will rail against are landlords. They don't think anyone should be able to own a property and rent it out. What's their solution? Don't know. So they'll often say like they have those shirts that like kill, kill your landlord or this, that, or the other thing. I'm getting pretty good at that. I'm getting the, I'm getting the timing down. The rent is too damn low. Yeah, 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 another, yeah that would. Yeah. yeah, I've got another story for you guys too. Hey, I hope you're enjoying the show. If you are, by the way, if if it's a, if you're a first timer today, make sure you leave um, a like on the video if you can, and then um, also if you haven't yet, if this button that says follow is green and you haven't followed. Give the channel a follow. I stream every single day from uh, 1 to 3 Eastern. So I'm kind of wrapping up here in a little bit. But um, I would love to see you tune in every day. I cover basically all the breaking news, everything that's going on. I also uh, interact with chat probably more than anyone else on this platform. Now, I don't mean that in a disrespectful way, but I mean that in a, in a truthful way. I do. And so... If you haven't yet followed me, I'm trying to get to 200,000 followers, so we're getting close. I think we're just under 192,000. Uh, so if you can, give it a follow. Also, my coffee company, which isn't one of those crappy dropship coffee companies out there, we sell gift boxes for most holidays, Mother's Day, Father's Day, and we have our Valentine's Day gift box. We have limited quantities available. Promo code CUPID10 will save you 10%. You can use our pre-built one, which is our real cacao, rich caramel, hot cocoa, make that with milk, raspberry yogurt pretzels, chocolate covered espresso beans, and a bag of our delicious medium roast ground coffee. Or if you don't like that, you can completely build your own from the ground up. If you don't like coffee, you don't, you know, whatever the case is, you can use our custom gift box builder and uh, just add whatever items you want. Coffee, tea, cocoa, premium. You want to build it all with candy. You can build the whole thing with candy if you want. And you're supporting me directly. And there's a, put the link in the chat. Coffee brand coffee slash pages slash gift boxes. The stream is so bad I couldn't see the Alex Jones. Please tell me you hit him with a slide whistle at some point. The stream is so bad. Nobody else was complaining about it. Now, 
The UFC is home to some of perhaps the most based individuals on the planet. We've seen many of the um, uh, examples of that, whether it's Sean Strickland, who's come out and, you know, spoke against diversity, equity and inclusion, um, all this kind of stuff. Or it's um, Colby Covington, who uh, is always like uh, vocally supporting uh, Trump, for example, or in this case, in this case, a Portuguese fighter by the name I'm probably going to mispronounce this, Renato Moicano, probably mispronouncing, I apologize, but he had issued perhaps one of the most based victory speeches that I've seen to date. This is a type of immigrant I want. This is a type of immigrant I want in America. I want I want uh, his papers fast-tracked. UFC fighter says he loves America, wants to become a citizen, serve as a police officer, and get the bad guys. People are going crazy. I want those MFers to fix it right now. You see a lot of people see that's the type of legal immigrant America wants. He's excited to be an American and would pick a job as police to get rid of bad guys. That's enough for me. He's a citizen now. I'd happily trade 10 Antifa commies out for one of him. It's based. UFC fighter. Uh, I'm going to try to pr pronounce it one last time. I think it is uh, Hanato Moicano. Um gave a truly wild interview Saturday about wanting to join a SWAT team to end the bad guys. By the way, one thing, you know, I think his is based and uh, he should do that. But also think about the good guys this Valentine's Day. At Coffee Brand Coffee, we have our limited quantity Valentine's Day gift box. Valentine's Day is just nine days away. So you only have like two days probably to order it. It comes with our medium roast coffee, chocolate covered espresso beans, our raspberry yogurt pretzels, which everyone loves, and our rich caramel real cacao hot cocoa. If you don't like that, you can also use our custom gift box builder. If they don't like coffee, you can build it with teas, cocos, candies, whatever you want. Promo code CUPID10, and you'll save 10% off. That's my primary off. complaint this week. I now, he's from Brazil. He defeated Drew Dauber in the Octagon uh, during a UFC fight night event, but it wasn't the fight that drew a lot of attention. It was what he said after earning the big win that's generating headlines. Quote, after I'm done with fighting, I will serve as a police officer. I want to be on a SWAT team and I will effing end the bad guys. Make no mistake, there is right and there is effing wrong and people are forgetting about that. People are crazy. That's why I want more kids, people to go to church, and people to respect the effing law. Otherwise, the greatest country in the world is going to be a third world country. And amped up, Moicano said in his first post-fight interview in the Octagon. Moicano isn't even American, and he seems to have more respect for this great country than a lot of young people living here. He wants to be an American for seemingly the sole purpose of being able to join a SWAT team. That's some big-time alpha energy. Lots of people want to become Americans for a lot of different reasons. After all, it is the greatest country on earth. Hey, a lot of people, you know, if you're not from America, you probably think your country is the greatest country on earth. I'm not going to be cringe and, and be, you know, and fight that fight. But 
yeah, I'm from America. I like America, you know, warts and all. However, I'm not sure we've ever heard I need to be a citizen so I can join the SWAT team logic before. More power to him if he actually does it. Crimes out of control in big cities. Washington, D.C. feels like an absolute war zone at times when it comes to, you know, carjackings and things of that. If Moicano wants to sign up to keep innocent people safe, then I say have at it. At least he would be an incredible hand-to-hand combat against bad guys. Now we'll see. Will the outrage mob probably complain about his comments? Do we care? No, not one bit. Dana White lets his fighters say what they want, and you'll never hear me knock a guy for supporting law and order. Um, I mean, I think, you know, I'll play it, but again, there's a curse word in it, but, you know, I want to give him his due. I will be a fucking American, and after I'm done with fighting, I will serve on the police officer. I want to be a SWAT team, and I want to fucking kill the bad guys. Make no mistake. That is right, and that is fucking wrong. And people are forgetting about that. People are going crazy. That's why I, I want more kids. I want people to go to the church. I want people to respect the fucking law. Otherwise, this great country in the world is going to be a third world country. And I don't want a dead motherfuckers. Love it. Now, is, is, it, is it like, uh, is he on the Strickland grift? I don't know. Um, I don't care. Um, you know, I, I don't, I don't care one bit. Um, you know, I think that you look, uh, at the way the media, you know, kind of treats Sean Strickland and, you know, his particular opinions while crass are generally, you know, kind of pro family, pro keeping people safe, you know, pro, um, America. I mean, I think a lot of people would want to be on the SWAT team. That's kind of the coolest uh, gig, you know. And this is just two weeks after you see, you know, Sean Strickland. Look at the way the left media, the leftist media covered his, you know, conversation. UFC star viciously attacks reporter during hate-filled homophobic rant. Well, first of all, I mean, I don't, I don't want to be like uh, that guy and be like, well, actually... But, well, actually, you know, as much as they might want to paint it as Sean Strickland went after them, I mean, they asked Sean a question, right? They asked Sean the question in order to elicit a response from him. It was a trap that he saw coming, right? And they didn't like that he didn't play the game. Remember, UFC middleweight champion Sean Strickland unleashed an over-the-top anti-LGBTQ tirade on Wednesday after a reporter asked him about his previous claims about having a gay son, meaning that the father failed as a man. And by the way, I actually don't agree with that. Um, I think, you know, people who are gay are born that way and that, you know, it's not a father's failure. Now, you want to talk about all this other stuff, where people grow up confused about their identity and identity and all this kind of stuff, you know, that may be different. But anyway, um, you know, you see this during the press conference ahead of UFC's upcoming event in Toronto, Strickland, who had previously said he went through a white supremacist phase, took exception to MMA reporter Alexander Lee even before a question was asked. Wondering aloud whether Lee was part of the opposition after the journalist informed him that he was Canadian. Strickland pressed on Lee whether he voted for Justin Trudeau or not. After Lee refused to answer, that's an answer, 
Strickland took that as confirmation that the reporter was a Trudeau supporter and added that Lee was the enemy of Canada. Well, I would suspect that that's probably true. Of course, amid Strickland's performative mega rambling, Lee managed to get a question about the fighter's past phobic remarks, noting that Toronto has a large gay and lesbian population. I wonder why. Strickland demanded to know if Lee himself was gay, prompting the journalist to say he wasn't, but that he was an ally. There's nothing more gay than that, some people say. Things really flew off the rolls when Lee said he wouldn't have a problem if he had a son who was gay. And that, you're a weak, effing man, dude. The fighter shouted, you're part of the problem. You elected Justin Trudeau when he seized the bank accounts. You're pathetic. And the fact that you have no backbone, he shut down your country and seized your bank accounts. You ask me some stupid stuff like that. Go F yourself. Move on. Effing coward. Undeterred by Strickland, shouts Lee followed up with a question about the champ's past criticisms on trans people, pointing out that Strickland criticized UFC for partnering for, with Bud Light after his anti-trans boycott of the beer manufacturer. Strickland responded with a profane tirade against the trans community and ins more insults against the reporter. Here's the thing about Bud Light. Ten years ago, to be trans was a mental illness, he growled. And now, all of a sudden, people like you have effing weaseled your way into the world. You are an infection. You are the definition of weakness. Everything that's wrong with the world is because of you. Strickland added that the world is not buying it. The world is not buying your BS, you effing peddling. The world is not saying, you know what? You're right. Effing chicks do have dongs. The world's not saying that. The world's saying, no, there are two genders. I don't want my kids to be taught about who they could hook up with in school. I don't want my kids being taught about their bedroom preferences. I mean, I think that people are, people have had enough, you know, I think in general. And, you know, even though the message may be kind of crass or rough, it doesn't make it untrue. I think that, you know, ultimately I support you know, Sean Strickland's uh, right to share his opinion. Just like this is the type of guy, Moicano, uh, I want him over here. I want him, I want, if, if I'm calling the police, and I see Moicano come through the door. I'm feeling a lot more relieved than, than maybe seeing some uh, diversity hire who's 250 pounds overweight. I'm just saying, I'm just, I'm just saying, you know, make of that of what you will. But the UFC is probably the last bastion where people can get that microphone after a fight and really lay out how they believe. And I'm hoping that that stays that way for a long time. Ruby Dooby. Hey, my baby Ruby. Now, that is going to be where we wrap it today. If you're new to the show or you haven't yet, all I ask is that you give the show a follow. Um, it's free to do if you don't have the app or whatever. If you like the channel, I'm live every day from 1 to 3 Eastern. I would absolutely love to see you here Monday through Friday with me. If you're in a position to, you want to support what we do here. It's not just me. I have a team of four full-time people. You can join my locals. It's called The Basement. You just click this button right here, go to the basement. It's five bucks a month. You get your own separate chat during live streams, members only content, and um, you know, most importantly, support the channel directly. And don't forget your Valentine's Day gift box promo code CUPID10 at coffeebrandcoffee.com. 
make sure to pick that up today so it gets in the mail tomorrow but actually probably go in the mail today if you get your order in before too late this afternoon and we will be back tomorrow with a full show again appreciate you guys Thank you.